0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the TU Sports Extra podcast. Uh, we hope you're staying warm. Hope you're staying safe. I'm joined by Bryce McKinnis, our TU beat writer, and this is our second installment. Uh, Bryce, good to be with you. Um, so yesterday was signing day. Mm-hmm. TU added three players, including a kid from Beggs, uh, Kyron Grayson, safety. Uh, Would you? What were your impressions? You were you sat in on the uh, Zoom call with uh, Coach Montgomery. So what are your yeah. impressions of the three kids that TU added?
1: Yeah, so they're, they're really excited about Chiron um, coming in at safety. You know, for Beggs, he does, he does so much for them. Um, he took snaps at quarterback. Um, he split out to the Z and the X receiver and played outside. He was really able to kind of stretch the field um, in that regard and then um, was really great for them on special teams as well. Um, I went back and looked at a little bit of his film from his junior season. One thing I noticed is that he's a really instinctive player kind of in all aspects of the game. So um, one thing that I saw was, I believe it was against Chandler his junior year. Um, I wasn't sure if it was a designed fake uh, field goal attempt or PAT for two, or if it was a uh, botch snap and hold. Um, but he kind of sniffed out the play coming off the edge and then came through and, you know, made sure that uh, they didn't get the two or the six. I wasn't really sure what the situation was there. Um, but then he also... Blocked some PATs that season for them. So I think that um, Tulsa is going to be able to use him on special teams a lot early in his career. And then I think that he's going to, to be able to transition into having a more inflated role defensively for them.
0: Uh, what about the other two kids? Uh, so Vontre Malone out of uh, south of the Houston area and Connor Vaughn, a tied-in prospect, big kid, big kid, 6'5. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of those guys? So they talked about Von
1: Troy Malone a lot. Um, Coach Montgomery uh, said that he'd like to have him play the five or the four-eye technique. Um, so primarily what that means is, you know, with their defensive alignment in the 3-3-5, uh, three, three, he's going to be playing the outside on either side in that in that alignment. Um, he says that he's a big kid who really carries his weight well, um, moves well, uh, can get leverage. And so they're, they're really excited for him to be able to um, – you know, to they say he has a really high ceiling. Um and then with Connor Vaughn, uh he was super versatile, dynamic. I looked at his film a little bit. Um he could play the H, he could play the Y. Um obviously he could play tight end. Um he's really kind of their enforcer in terms of blocking uh, at uh at Marcus High School, um which is in Flower Mound, part of the Louisville school district. So I think that uh Yeah, I think Montgomery and staff really kind of hit it out of the park. Um, That brought their total signing class to 17 players. Um, You saw they got some JUCO transfers. Um, They got some bounce back guys from other Division I schools. Um, So, you know, I I think they did a really good job this this signing
0: cycle. Yeah. Let's turn to basketball for a second. Uh, So TU got their first conference win last Saturday uh, against South Florida. And then they lost a midweek game uh, at Wichita State. So uh, what's kind of your update on what's going on at men's basketball? So
1: in the Wichita State game, um, they weren't – they didn't play poorly all 40 minutes by any stretch. Um, And and Wichita State didn't play uh, great for a lot of that game either. I mean, you had a game that was tied – Leads changed multiple points during the game. Uh, Tulsa went into the half with a lead, actually. Um, You just kind of saw a stretch during that late second period where um, Wichita State was kind of able to have their way. I thought they moved the ball really, really well. And what Tulsa did really poorly was defensively rebound. So there was like, I think there were three or four offensive rebounds in consecutive possessions that Wichita State was able to get, get second chance points off of those. And then you saw you saw they were tied at 37. And then less than three minutes later, um, it was uh, 47 to 39. Wichita State had taken the lead. And, and there was one possession in that where you see, like, they were rotating the ball and moving it so well. And Tulsa's zone was, was lagging behind. I mean, they were chasing the play. Um, and then there was a point where it touched Wichita State's, like, four guys' hands in two seconds. They get a three off of the right wing. I think at that point they went up by 14. And, you know, after that, it's kind of there. That kind of did it for Tulsa. Um, They were also five for 19 from the field during the second half, which was um, notably poor, especially for their standard. Um, They gave up 17 turnovers in that game. Wichita State only gave up 10. They were 22% from three for the night. Um, As you know, in the modern game, it's, it's going to be really difficult for you to be successful um, shooting 22% for three. Um, and then on a broader scale, going back to the rebounding, like right now, I talk a lot about how well Jariah Horn rebounds, and, and he's among the leaderboards in almost every statistical category um, in the American Conference. But he didn't play his best game against Wichita State. And as a team, Tulsa right now is 10th rebounds per game and is 10th in rebounding margin at minus 2.8. Um, you know, you can't be getting out-rebounded by every team you play on a nightly basis and expect to win games in this conference.
0: Given their struggles uh, this year, Bryce, uh, what's from what you've seen, what's the mood of the team? Are they, uh, does it seem like they're still fighting? Or do you, I mean, is the effort there? Is, is the want to there? Um, what, just kind of give me a sense of what's going on with, with the team in terms of effort.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, Patrick, I think a week ago um, I would have had more questions about, about them catching their stride, the question you just asked. Um, but against South Florida, you know, they had all of the confidence in the air uh, in the gym that night. Um, and then even against Wichita State, like they had stretches of play where they were playing confident, um, they were playing well offensively. Sam Griffin had a particularly strong night. I think he finished with 17. <clears throat> so I, I think this team has it. I think it's just a matter of execution. Like, I don't think that they've given up. I don't think that they've lost their fight, lost their battle during those stretches during the game. I think it's just a matter of execution. One thing that Frank Haith uh, said after their win against USF is he felt like, he felt like they were really starting to understand their defense conceptually better. Um, You saw maybe they took a step back against Wichita State because, like I said, there was a lot of chasing. Um, Like I said, I think this is a team that doesn't quite know how to play together yet. But if you look at coaching, if you look at scheme, and you look at the players they have on the floor, I mean, it seems like they have the recipe to be able to compete Uh, It's just a matter of those guys understanding their roles with each other conceptually how to play in their offensive and defensive schemes.
0: Did they get their second conference win Saturday at Temple?
1: Well, it's hard to say. Um, Saturday at Temple. Temple's five and three in the American right now. Uh, They beat East Carolina on Wednesday, fourth in the conference. Um, Tulsa played this team to five points at the Reynolds Center. not even a month ago, January 12th. Um, so you can take from that what you will. Um, this is a Tulsa team that's played a lot of teams to five points, which I think is indicative of their ability to compete with the teams at the top of this conference. Um, I think they have a solid, solid opportunity to go uh, to go steal one in Philadelphia this weekend.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the TU women. What's going on with them?
1: Well, you know, the TU women, uh, this team started out really strong under fir- first year coach Angie Nelp. Um, they lost a uh, kind of a, a tough heartbreaker at home to Houston last night. Um, Maya Mayberry goes down and hits a, a great shot uh, through contest. Um, they end up going up by one with, I believe, 18 seconds left. And then, um, you know, Houston goes down, they get a shot. I think Tulsa forced a tough shot. Um, kind of hits sharp off of the side of the backboard. But there was a Houston player there on the weak side to, you know, get the put back, and and Houston ends up winning by one. Um, And and that's that's just a matter of discipline and situational awareness in the late game. Um, You can't give up a weak side putback. I'm sure during the timeout that preceded that play, uh, Angie was talking with her team about that exact thing happening. when you're in the heat of the moment you're trying to force a bad shot it seemed like they forced the shot that they wanted and then gave up and then it was really easy for that Houston player to to come in on the weak side and get the put back um but this is a good team this is a strong team um they played well in the conference so far um I think I, I have faith the remaining part of this conference schedule that they're going to continue to to compete
0: All right. Bryce, appreciate the time. We'll uh, check in again next week. And of course, you can uh, download and subscribe to the TU Sports Extra podcast on Google, Apple, and Spotify. So we'll hope you'll check us out and uh, hope you'll come back next week. Bryce, appreciate the time. Thanks, Patrick.